0: Uh, The big story over the weekend, of course, was the RTE stars, not social distancing. Let me just go through this very slowly for you if I can. Sinn Féin, by the way, another bombshell this morning for Sinn Féin. They emailed thousands of party members and supporters uh, with the full details of Bobby Story's funeral arrangements. Do you remember the funeral that happened back in June the 30th? All the trouble was over, uh, which is now being, by the way, investigated by the police service in Northern Ireland and the funeral was attended by the Sinn Féin leader Mary Lou MacDonald uh, her predecessor Gerry Adams her deputy Michelle O'Neill who uh, eventually did apologise well half-heartedly apologise but it seems at the time they said they didn't actively uh, encourage people to go to the funeral but now it seems in a leaked email they did they actually sent an email to all its supporters and members telling them all the arrangements for the funeral and obviously they wanted their support etc etc so it does seem that they went against the guidelines when they were telling everybody else of course at the time to limit their attendance to funerals because they would have been the guidelines of the pandemic at the time and still are to this day. Then we had Golfgate, which is still ongoing, of course, with people before profit now demanding the resignation and a motion of no confidence with regards to the Supreme Court judge. Uh, And this is, of course, Seamus Wolf. And at the time of that event, you may remember Sean O'Rourke from RTE had his future engagements with the company cancelled? Minister for Agriculture Dara uh, K- uh, Calery, Senator Gerry Buttimer, Phil Hogan, EU Trade Commissioner, all were forced to resign ministerial positions, uh, uh, you know, and step away from their roles, including six other members who lost the party whip. At the time, all got punished, even though they apologised. Now we have the presenters of RTE who were responsible for imparting the guidelines, challenging those who don't adhere to them, as well as challenging politicians who implement them. Uh, although it has been argued that RTE in particular don't challenge the state enough and many uh, people uh, listening to this show and many other shows view uh, RT as being biased towards the state. Now, the primetime presenter Miriam O'Callaghan, newsreader and former presenter uh, for Primetime, David McCullough, former newsreader and current affairs broadcaster Brian Dobson, newsreader Eileen Dunn, the head of news himself, John Williams, uh, presenter Blonnet Coffee, Coffey uh, and their political reporter Paul Cunningham. You couldn't make this up. The whole newsroom, essentially. Well, Blonnet is not in the newsroom. She's just a presenter. Weren't social distancing. They are at the going away party for Phil Collins. Uh, that's not the singer Phil Collins by the way she works in the in the, the station but the going away party for her where there was no social distancing so the argument people are making on Twitter and social media is they don't actually believe their own advice that they're imparting on a regular basis every night now all of the above have apologised every single one of them including the judge and all the ministers and everybody else when they were caught but there are those who say they all should step down from their positions because they're promoting guidelines and Because they promote the guidelines, they've now been compromised as they actively tell others what they should and shouldn't do. And that's what happened with politicians when we said politicians implemented guidelines. And because of that, they should step down because they're compromised in that situation. Now, I'm going to lay my cards on the table and say, I don't believe they should be asked to resign. They've apologised, but I would I have to be fair to say I don't believe any of the politicians should have lost their positions either because it would be unfair of me and I'd be a hypocrite if I said that RTE shouldn't be fired, or T Star should be fired and politicians should have been. But there are examples of this and let me give you a very quick example that I gave earlier on in the office and we were chatting about it in the office. If Simon Harris was caught, not social distance tomorrow, I believe he probably should resign. If Michael McNamara, the TD, independent TD, was caught, not social distancing, I don't believe he should resign. And the reason I say that is because one actively promotes the guidelines, whereas the other challenges them constantly. And that's what I'm saying. So there are people in the media, for example, like myself, maybe, who actively challenges the guidelines. uh, And if I was caught in a photograph with my arm around somebody, I would... I wouldn't apologise for it personally, by the way. Uh, but anyway, should I be, should I be have to resign or be fired? Absolutely not, because I don't actively seek out to promote them. The radio station, of course, does as a whole because that's our job and I'm meant to be impartial. But I want to know if you believe that people in the public or the private sector who go out and break the guidelines and are seen to be publicly breaking the guidelines, should they lose their jobs? That's the question. Should people, be they political, be they in the media or whatever it happens to be, should people lose their jobs or be fired? If indeed, particularly people who work for the state, if indeed they are in breach of guidelines set out by the state. Let me know what you think. The number is 8 That's zero eight. And let me first of all go to David McManus, who's the Deputy Mayor of Dublin, uh, County Council. Good afternoon to you, David. Niall, how are things? Well, I mean, there's a kind of litany of people who we've seen breaking the guidelines, including Sinn Féin, including pol- politicians at Gulfgate, and now the stars of RTE who actively promote the guidelines. Are you? I don't think you're calling for them to have to resign or anything like that, are you?
3: No, I don't think we need to see people lose their jobs or their careers, but I think the least the public can expect from a state body like RTE is that there has to be some level of accountability. RTE is the state broadcaster. They get $189 million state funding, 189 million that mm. RTE gets. And these, and part, these presenters are very well-paid people, by the way, can we point Yeah, out? well, I'm not going yeah. to try and personalise it, but the RTE yeah. statement they put out, it fails to mention if any individuals will face any consequences at all from this fiasco. The RTE presenters offered an apology, but it's just words. The response from RTE has been bizarre and inadequate. And they had the four presenters appearing on radio and TV on Friday and over the weekend, some of whom were then going on to question public officials and government ministers. And looking at social media over the weekend, I think it's clear now that a lot of Ireland's top media personalities are almost afraid of speaking out against RTE. It's like as if there's a code of silence that exists because these media personalities, they don't want to run the risk of being blacklisted from uh, RTE shows. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, like, I'm asking the question, who's in charge of RTE? Where is their director general? Where is the management? Orti uh, have the same guests on every week talking about their new book, their new TV program, how their restaurant is doing uh, these celebrities are very active with their opinions got big followings on social media but none of them now seem happy to speak up and challenge RT
0: I know, and I do get you, and I do work at RT from time to time because I'm I'm a panelist there. But I'm quite happy to talk about what has happened over the weekend uh, and what has happened, should I say, on Thursday. I mean, these pictures were originally put out actually on RT's website. Somebody told me this morning, which is quite bizarre that they went open. They put them up themselves and not even think about the consequences of that. But in saying that they will argue that they said social distancing was kept at the party. It was just uh, this particular moment in time where they took a picture. Now, it yeah, may, Niall, that may be the case.
3: Who's organising parties? We're in level five. When Golfgate happened, restrictions were a lot less. I'm not trying to justify that. But right now, who's organising parties? Like, who's oh, accountable for this? Okay, and I, I'm not disagreeing with you, David. Do I... now is not, what we need mm. to do now is, there should be a prime time investigative programme into RTE. When you turn on RTE today, and they talk about it, they're going to say there's no spokesperson available, there's no one available to come on the show and explain what happened. Why don't these RTE journalists walk down the corridor and put a camera and microphone outside the manager's office, and when they walk outside, ask them for their reaction? That's what they do whenever there's a political scandal.
0: So you, mean, you believe that impartiality goes both ways?
3: Yes, absolutely.
0: And, and, I couldn't, yeah, and there I... are
3: great people in RTE who, are unfortunately, have been let down by all this. There's some great staff, great journalists in RTE who do a great job. But who's accountable and who's in charge? Well, see, we'll see, the problem for
0: the the problem for the HSE and for the government is and we all remember of course Dominic Cummings in the UK of course who's now finished and resigned but when he went off on his little outing uh, for the day uh, according to research it undermined the government and also um it reduced people's confidence in guidelines now you've got I said you couldn't make this up you've got Everybody responsible on RT News and Current Affairs, including the head of News and Affair, Current Affairs, um, you know, taking selfies or with each other, for, with our arms around each other. Actually, it was quite ironic with the Eileen Dunn's photograph. They're standing on a sign that says social distancing, which is quite bizarre. But anyway, you couldn't make it up. So these are the people telling everybody else at six o'clock or on prime time or whatever it is, talking to a government minister, you know, you must stick by the guidelines. It's tough for everybody. We're all in this together. And there they are. And people are saying online they don't even believe their own advice.
3: Yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, look, none of us are perfect. We can all nope. make mistakes. You hold your hands up and apologize. Absolutely. That was done. But these presenters should not have been on the 6-1 news, on the news at one, on the 9 o'clock news, uh, in some cases, questioning government officials, questioning government ministers about the lockdown measures in any other... Do you think they're compromised, is, Davis? Do you think they're compromised? Well, put it like this. In any other workplace, if there's a serious breach uh, of responsibility or guidelines, uh, you will be told, you're going home today, you're suspended for two weeks, there's going to be an investigation and we'll go from there. That shows the public that there is accountability and there are consequences. I'll say it again, no one should lose their job, no one should lose their career. Okay, well, then, well
0: then if you're saying that, David, let's go back to Phil Hogan, let's go back to Dalla kaleri let's go back to Senator Gerry um the EU Trade Commission, of course, Phil Hogan, I mentioned already, Supreme Court Judge Seamus Wolfe, uh, people before profit are calling for a motion now for him to resign as well. He's apologised at least three times at this stage he said he went to the party the guidelines had been implemented 24 hours previously he uh, wasn't really aware that he was doing anything wrong uh, well look that's what he says anyway and, he, and basically has apologised they all apologise but they all lost their positions so should yeah. they not have lost their positions?
3: Well it's a bit late now for Sean O'Rourke a bit late now for Phil Hovind. Um the Socialist Party are now chasing after Seamus uh, Wolf. Yeah. and I think the difficulty for politicians is that there has to be a separation of powers between the judiciary and politicians.
0: Yeah, and but, but leaving aside the separation of power, do you believe Seamus Wolf should resign? I
3: think mm-hmm. you can apologise. Um, I think none of us are perfect. Absolutely. Is, so you, in other words, fancy. what you're saying
0: is you can't be defined. Your, your life and career can't be defined by a mistake you made
3: in your life. I think it would be disproportionate to say that someone's going to be removed from the Supreme Court because of a mistake that they made in this case. That's just my view. Okay. Um, so you, do, don't, you don't we, go
0: along with, I suppose, the, some of the commentary that was around by people at the time. Well, I didn't go to my dad's funeral. I didn't visit my dying mother in hospital so because I stuck by the guidelines.
3: The Socialist Party this week are going to waste public time and valuable time at all. And nothing's going to happen. This motion. What we should be discussing is how we try and reopen the economy safely. Because there are people out there who can't pay their mortgages, who have their income reduced. Couldn't agree with you more. This is where the focus should be for politicians. These are distractions. And RTE could have handled this a lot better if they just showed on day one. Yes, there will be accountability and yes, there will be consequences. It's a bit Irish having four presenters appearing on radio and TV on the same day they were caught red-handed and here they are questioning public officials and government ministers about lockdown measures.
0: See, I think RTE would find it very difficult to suspend the individuals involved because they make up, I suppose, two of their main programmes, which is the news in primetime, which Ah, is the biggest news in current affairs programme. So I think suspension be, might be even a little bit tough from a staffing point of view. But
3: there's loads of great staff in ORT, There's loads of presenters in there who step in and present the news. Mm-hmm. But how can a presenter be talking about government measures and lockdown measures and questioning the Minister for Justice on the one news yeah. when moments earlier we've just seen that they didn't follow the, the rules of the lockdown measures. No one's perfect. We can all make mistakes. But there should be a clear sense of accountability. So where's the management? Or team management are now gone into hiding. They won't even talk to their own radio programmes about what happened. Why don't these RT journalists walk down the corridor, stick on a camera and a microphone, and when the manager walks out, ask them these questions, get the reaction. That's what they do if there's a political scandal. They wait outside the minister's office and we walked out, they put the microphone in front of them. And asking
0: these questions, but but insane. I, I I get what you're saying, and I'm not completely disagreeing with you. But but a few minutes ago, David, you accepted say, that Seamus Wolfe apologised, which he did, and I believed it was a very sincere apology he gave in writing. Right? Um, we accepted that you know Dara uh, Callery apologised, although he lost his position as Minister for Agriculture. Jerry Buttimer Phil Hogan, they've all apologised, right? Although Phil Hogan took a little bit longer to apologise. Uh, but instead, we've accepted they've all apologised. So we kind of should move on from that. So if we should move on from that, why don't we move on from RTE as well? Then if they, if they have apologised, as and, and you know, there
3: were sincere apologies live on television or live in radio. Yeah, a number of politicians and political figures uh, resigned. I think in the case of Seamus Wolfe, the idea was put out that he would take some sort of suspension on pay and then there'll be a financial penalty. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not looking for that to happen in RTE. All I'm asking for is some level of accountability. Okay. RTE is the state broadcaster They get $189 million, $189 million in state funding. Like, this is pretty basic. This is not...
2: Can we're I... Not, you know, we're, okay. we're not
3: no, 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 and I'm not disagreeing with you.
0: I, they are state broadcasters, unlike ourselves, who would be independently run, right? Uh, and, you know, we pay for our own bills here. But... David, can I ask you a question? Uh, and you, I mean, I, you don't have to be completely well. You can, but I'd like you to be honest. Have you ever broken any of the guidelines?
3: I've done my very best, like a lot of people have out there, to restrict movements, uh, to reduce social contacts. To be honest, the past four weeks i have been essentially housebound. Um, I work from home on the laptop, which is great. But mm-hmm. um, do my work for South Dublin County Council. Um, I walk the dog, go for short walks, think with my family. If I'm out and about people will come up to me because I'm a councillor and they ask me about some local issues that need to be done or fixed. But I immediately try and step back and keep a safe distance because I don't want to be coming a close contact with people to protect me, protect my family and to protect the other person as well. So we all have to try and work together. Well, the, way, see, and,
0: like, the way I look at it is, and the way I do it uh, from my point of view is that some people worry more about it than maybe I do, right? And we all have our different views on, you know, on what we should and shouldn't be doing and, and restrictions and lockdowns and whether they're disproportionate, et cetera, et cetera. And I take, it, I take the lead from other people. So in other words, if I believe that somebody is a person who likes a lot of social distance or if they want me to wear a mask near them, I'll do that. I respect their views. Uh, and that's all I can do, if you, if you get what I say. But if I'm with a like-minded person or, or somebody who's like-minded to me, then I wouldn't be as conscious of it. And, and I think in the case of RT, that's probably what happened on this particular occasion.
3: Yeah, I don't believe it was an impromptu gathering Mm-hmm. Like, oh no it was, already, they, it was
0: clearly arranged there was balloons and everything
3: yeah. there for God's sake and people make mistakes that's fair enough I think with the retirement party I think they should have said look we're not going to have a retirement party let's wait 6 months or 12 months if restrictions are eased in some way the person can come back in have a little get together and uh, acknowledge the hard work they've done in RTE there's nothing wrong with that mm-hmm. but this is like we're at level 5 right now we're not at level 2 yep. and there should be clear accountability in RTE but that doesn't seem to be the case and RT management are now gone
0: into hiding. All right. Well, listen, it's a well-made point. Listen, thank you very much indeed, and I appreciate you coming on the air. Uh, thank you very much indeed. And um, that is the... Sorry, i am had to lose it there for a second. Uh, David McBaless, listen. Thank you very much indeed. I appreciate you coming on. Now, I've got some um, audio here uh, that I want you to listen to in relation to RTE. People are sending in their WhatsApp messages already. I want to know if you believe, not just about RTE, by the way, in general, if people, people break guidelines, should they have to resign or lose their jobs, be they in public sector, private sector, or does it depend where they work?
4: Noel, how can any of these RTE presenters hold a straight face the next time they have to grill anybody about COVID restrictions? The hypocrisy is just unbelievable at this stage. Somebody needs to go in that
0: organisation. Yeah, yeah, somebody needs to go, according to him. Niall, I don't think they should lose a job, if I'm honest,
1: but there has to be some kind of repercussion for people like that. They can't spend their whole day fear-mongering spreading all over the place and then just not adhere to it themselves but point the finger of someone
0: else does it Yeah well if somebody texts in and says no they clearly don't believe their own advice and this is the advice they would give out in an but it would be fair to say that every presenter or radio presenter or television presenter or politician don't believe the advice of the government or don't believe all the advice in the government or disagree with some of the advice and hold a personal opinion but if they breach the advice by the government, I suppose they're challenging the state. So should people lose their jobs? Let me know what you think. And the number is 087-188-0008. Ger, you're on Classic Kids. Hey, do you Hey, Nile. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. But Ger, I mean, if I go back a couple of months after Golfgate, we
4: were all demanding heads on plates. We were, yeah. But, you know, I, look, when I was first listening to this, I was just saying I was extremely angry. You know, I am anti-restriction anyway. That's just my point. That's my opinion. We shouldn't be doing this. Okay, but then for to the, have the people that are tricking us into this kind of thing, to be out partying like that, it just builds well, when rage, you say the people you know, tricking
0: us into it, they're only imparting well, the government guidelines bias, as you may believe it is, and, I, and I'm not disagreeing with you completely. Misleading
4: us. Let's say misleading us. Then to be nicer about, it. but uh, look, I'm just looking at it again. I'm thinking, you know what? If the rest of the country can see that these people don't care about the restrictions, maybe the rest of the country will follow suit. And maybe it's a good thing, from my point.
0: Well, I mean, well, a lot of people would say arguism isn't a good thing. I mean, that's, you should follow well, the guidelines. That's just
4: my again, job to tell you that, by the way. <laughs> I, I, I know that. I'm well aware of your opinion. I'm only sharing my opinion. I'm anti, anti, anti-restriction, you know? I could say that, that's so, uh, a, that, and that's okay. I mean, you, these, you're allowed these, to hold these, that these opinion. These people are out, out apologising like it's sincere. But I really just believe they're apologising they were caught. They're not, not apologising for what they did at all. They'll be having that same party tomorrow you just won't hear about it tomorrow. But I, to talk, I'm i pretty certain, media?
0: yeah, but I'm pretty certain when you look right across the board of politicians, television presenters, radio presenters, I'm sure at some point they've all broken a guideline or two, uh, as most people in the general public probably have, gone over their 5K yeah, or, yeah, or, or whatever. Live life under these yeah, but when you're saying we apologize apologising because they're
4: caught, well, most people would be in the same position, they would only apologise if they were caught. True, but an awful lot of us if we get caught doing this type of thing, there's Garda involved and there's fines being thrown at you, threats of fines being thrown at you. So, mm. you know, these people are just, oh, you know, don't find us, don't get the guard involved. We just won't get caught the next time. And, I, and do you, you know? by
0: the way, Ger, because you said you don't agree with
4: the guidelines, do you keep your social distance? I, I would anyway. I wouldn't be that social a creature anyway. The life I lead, I kind of stay away from people anyway.
0: Yeah, well, I'm, um, I'm yep. quite, I've am i always been, before guidelines, I'm kind of reasonably antisocial. When I say antisocial, yeah. I don't mean that in a, in a negative, rude <laughs> way. I'm nice yeah. to people, but I i don't mix with a big, big circle of friends anyway.
4: I'd be the same. I would say it this way. I don't go out my way to break any restrictions. I don't go out my way to do anything that's against the guidelines, but... If I want to go to shops, i go to shops. If I want to go see my family, i go to and my And will you wear a mask family. in the shop? Yes. No. Well, I have two sides to that. I don't agree with the mask, but I also can't wear a mask. I, I mentioned before I have chronic sphinitis. Oh, okay. And it causes, right, okay. Causes, causes a lot of problems. Okay, you well, know, then you've, you have a genuine yeah, reason for not wearing you it. That's fine. Problems. yeah. Okay, I well, do, well yeah.
0: can I ask you a question then? If you didn't have a genuine you know, health reason for not wearing I a mask, would you wear one just, shop just shop to plamos people? No, no. I probably just wouldn't go into the shop. Well, see, what well, I do, you know, I, I, I'm, when I go into a I, shop, I, out of respect for
4: others, I wear it. It's not because of my opinion, it's out of respect for others. That I just do I it. I agree. I agree. Too. I know what you're saying. I mean, I don't even agree, but I know there's plenty of people working in the shops who, no, by the way, Dunn's people, Tesco people, bus drivers, they're not ending up in hospital sick, and they've been working for nine months through this epidemic, right. or this pandemic, you know. But a lot of people in them shops have been forced to wear a and they don't want to, the workers. I, 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 by the way, can well, I just point know, out, I
0: can't imagine what it must be like to work an eight-hour shift with a mask on you all the time.
4: Look, I I don't want to mention names. I, I, I'm,
0: I'm, sure, I'm sure it's very uncomfortable and I, and I know I, I people are want, making great sacrifices doing that.
4: I, I don't want to mention names because it's a doctor. But a doctor said to me, like, she's walking in the hospital and she's in bits wearing this mask, like, it's the nonsense. But they have to because it's policy. Even though medical centres have an exemption, the doctors are still being forced to wear and nurses are being forced to wear and well, they, well, they you know,
0: would be, well, in fairness, they would be more used to it than most people anyway, I suppose, because they've been wearing it some, some of the time.
4: They wouldn't, they wouldn't have yeah. to wear it to constantness okay. them at the moment. You know, okay, we get, we're going off the subject of a bit. So getting back to
0: people who have, you know, broken, publicly broken the guidelines, people who were responsible, I suppose, for imparting that information to us, be it politicians or RTE, uh, News and Current Affairs staff. The politicians lost their jobs. Well, they were asked to resign. Um, we're not going to hear that from RTE. Uh, they've apologised. Do you accept the apology?
4: I, I think it's not a sincere apology, and I, I kind of go with their last corner thing. They shouldn't lose their jobs. That is a bit too harsh for just spending a few moments having a bit of a party. Should we all on that? Like, but there should be a repercussion. There should be a two-week suspension, or you know. Okay, you okay. Know. well,
0: we'll say we we'll say that. Let me go to Martin that as well. But... Happen again, like, you know? Yeah, well, Martin, hang on, Martin. You're on classic. How are you, Martin? I'm oh, not too bad now. How are you? How you doing, Martin? You know, firing people, which I'm hearing a lot of people talking about. I think, I think it's a bit ridiculous to, to do somebody oh. for that for a moment in time to take somebody's whole career away from them.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. again, I mean, obviously we're sort of bordering into the cancel culture and that kind of thing happens. But there has to be a certain benchmark that we have for, you know, people who either impart the information to us or create the, you know, the, the guidelines. I mean, does it matter who the person it? is? Uh, it does because it's, it's it's levels of responsibility, isn't okay, it? But I mean, okay, but well, let, okay. Let,
0: let, let's be clear. Let, let's we are, everyone knows my opinion, right? At this stage, yeah. because I've been on the air all the way through this, right? Mm. So, if I was in a picture tomorrow, you know, uh, and I had my arm around Ashling if she was leaving or something like that mm-hmm. for a selfie, should I be suspended? Even though I've told everybody all along uh, that I, I believe the restrictions are completely
2: disproportionate. Should I? Well, you you you, no, you shouldn't because you have. You have a standpoint that you don't agree with all the restrictions. No, I do,
0: I do. But I do promote them as well because it's my job as well to do that.
2: Yeah, but there's an understanding that you are somebody who is challenging the system. The situation is, is that the people in RTE are not people who are challenging the system. They have a, and obviously as a state broadcaster, there's a public responsibility in what they do. Now, they can either turn around and say, yeah, I don't believe in this, so I won't promote it and walk off and do another job. I mean, we all say, go and do another job if you don't believe in it. You know, but again, we, we, it's all part of these mixed messages. They obviously don't believe, that really, that the, the situation that we're in warrants, the level of restrictions that we're having to be put through. Uh, and I think that's the general consensus of most people I talk to, is that uh, the government are off on sailing down one river on their own, you know, uh, ideas of uh, of what should be done. And the public are just trying to get up on with life the best they can. I mean, but, you, I mean you heard this morning,
0: I, of course, this letter by Sinn Féin sent out to all its members to support Bobby Story's funeral. I mean, so yeah. in other words, they were... I, it seems to me actively seeking people to go and support the funeral, thousands, which would have been a breach of guidelines, yeah, and yet yeah. there, the Michelle O'Neill is the one who's you know standing by the guidelines in
2: Northern Ireland. Yeah, yeah. Again, it's just the you know the the meridian of mixed messages and mixed standpoints we get on 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 this particular subject, but you know we have a situation where you know the, these presenters have been on television. And, and given a, um, a, their apology, and I would say it's probably the most ugliest point in their career. <laughs> very embarrassing, I imagine, yeah. Very embarrassing. I mean, you know, I, I just. Yeah. <laughs> For so a five minute get together, probably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but well, well, then yeah. if, we're,
0: if we're saying they shouldn't be fired, and I agree with you, right? Yeah. If we're saying they, and, and our previous caller, Jarrah mentioned suspension as well, and you've mentioned suspension upon investigation, yeah. because there will be an investigation, I believe, if mm. to go, RTE, to go before the Oroxus Committee in relation to it. Well, then, yeah. so we're all saying that now, level headed. So should yeah. Derek Callery, Minister for Agriculture, Jerry Butmer, Phil Hogan, um, Sean Work, who, who was told by RTE they cancelled future engagements, should they all be given their positions back?
2: Um, no, because... There's, there's, Why not? Why not? Because, no, because one's a legislator who creates the rules. Sean O'Rourke is not ones, a legislator. And the other one's a follower. Well, I mean,
0: yeah, but Sean O'Rourke is not a legislator. He he worked for RT. He, he had only actually finished, resigned from RT recently, but he had planned to do some other work with RT in the future, which is now being cancelled. So should, should RT apologise now to Sean Rourke and say, well, I'm sorry, Sean, yeah, you've been punished enough. We're going to take you back on doing a bit of work at the weekends or whatever it is or subcontracting shows or whatever. I mean, well, if, we're, I, if we're putting sanctions against people or even Seamus Wolf, I mean, the man's apologised three times.
2: Yeah, but Seamus Wolf's a, a, a different political animal and and I think it's a he complete... He went to a, oxy- no, a, went to a party oxymo- and he's apologised. Yeah, yeah, but it's a complete oxymoron when you've got somebody who's supposed to be there as a professional person to be able to adjudicate that is past judgment, and but, yet, yeah. But Miriam O'Callaghan stuff, and stuff, David McCullough
0: are adjudicating, are they not? Brian Dobson, yes, the newsreader. They're
2: not. Yeah, but they're adjudicating, but not to the level Seamus Wolf is, where your 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 life depends on on his, or your outcomes depend on his his level of judgment. You don't you don't have that kind of carry on with a TV or radio presenter. You know, we can all pick ourselves up and get on with like whatever's been said. But you know, these people are supposed to be at the highest level. Of, of of adjudication.
0: Okay, so so, so so you're happy enough with what happened in the past, uh, and I know people before profit are, are demanding a motion of no of confidence. I don't believe that's going to do any good. I think it's a complete waste of time, to be honest. Mm. You. Uh, he's not going to resign, and that's the end of it. Um, well, I know, because he's a
2: thick stick in the mud like any other Fina Gala. He just thinks he's entitled to be in the position he is because the, the, the political... Well, he... Either. So, I mean... Uh, oh Herman Goring. It, it, well,
0: you know, you're not, you're making a very unfair comparison there. And with the greatest respect, you know, the man went to a bloody party. Okay, he was against the guidelines. I'm not saying it wasn't, but let's not compare. You're making ridiculous, ridiculous comparisons. Okay, but getting back to RT presenters, you believe an investigation uh, by RT, and I agree. By the way, with uh, the councillor earlier on what well, he said it, to David earlier on when well, he said there should be a full investigation because they're meant to be impartial. There should be it should be covered on prime time um, mm-hmm. because it would be if it was politicians or if it was anybody else. And uh, maybe a suspension. You believe a two week suspension? too, I suppose. Yeah, you,
2: you need you need something that says yeah, th- th- this is something that's been um, you know acknowledged as a, a, a misdemeanor. You know. Okay,
0: aware. well, well, hang on because I got to go to break. So says it's not your job to advise people of the fo- of following guidelines. Well, actually, it is my job. As a public broadcaster under the Broadcasting Authority rules of Ireland, uh, I must tell people what the guidelines are from the state because that's part of our remit and our licence remit for having a radio station. Stop saying it's your job, you liar, Boylan. And asking people to be punished is asking for yourself to be punished further down the line with fines, etc. for leaving your house, says Brian. Well, Brian, I have to leave my house to be here. What do you want me to do? Somebody to broadcast in the middle of the street or something like that. Somebody else says, surely uh, broadcasters shouldn't be able to uh, travel outside the five kilometre zone. Well, how the hell are we supposed to get to work? It's considered to be a necessary service. For God's sake. How do doctors and nurses get to work? How does the bus driver get to work? How does the person who works in your local Tescas get to work? They don't all live within five kilometres of the shop. There are people who were allowed, because of their class as a necessary service, to travel outside the five kilometer zone. Now, says, uh, what was it? Uh, funded by the government, funded by the public, Through a life tax with a TV licence, the propaganda machine for the government, created fear to the public, uh, with showing stats and cases and deaths every single day. So someone should get the brunt of it. Alright, let me know do you believe that people in general I don't just talk about RTE but politicians or anybody indeed in public or private sector if you breach the guidelines should you have to resign or lose your job? seems the way everybody's talking at the moment. Don't want to be on the air. Today was the first time I've listened to Nile since my son passed away two months ago. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry to hear that. My condolences to you and your family and your friends. But anyway, he goes on to say, I just want to say that those who broke the COVID rules should apologise to the public who have lost their family members over these eight months. uh, Oh, sorry, over these months. And still, we stuck to the rules. My brother passed eight months ago and got what we could only call the loneliest funeral ever. My son got a slightly bigger funeral as level three was in place. But neither." got the funeral they deserved yet we follow the rules and our families did it's horrible for them uh, to report what we should be doing yet they can do what they like Uh, they should at least apologise at very least well they did apologise can I just say by the way in relation to all the individuals that I spoke about today including politicians Sinn Féin although Michelle O'Neill's apology was a little bit half-hearted but anyway she did apologise and this letter broke this morning saying they actively seeked out people to go to the funeral Uh, and the RT presenters um, well obviously one we, Brown in the Huffick we haven't seen her on TV or I don't know if she's been on radio apologising or not but the rest of them have all apologised Brian Dobson I'm, I'm assuming will as well uh, they've all apologised um, so should anything else be done about it or should that be the end of it let me know what you think the number is 087 188 008 Maura you're on Classic Kids how you doing Maura oh, yeah.
1: terrible flat. Hello, there, Mar- you're just Mara, Can you hear I- me?
0: Yeah, go ahead. You're breaking up just a little bit. Just move your head slightly, but go I ahead, I will more.
1: indeed. i move out towards the door. Yeah. Um, OK. That last story, terrible. But, um,
0: oh, it was awful, wasn't it? Imagine, imagine his brother and his son in the same few months. My gosh. Awful,
1: awful, awful. All of Absolutely.
0: Your line is... more, I'd love to hear what you're going to say, but your line is really bad. Can you run up the stairs or do something? Do you want
1: to uh, hang on, hang on, Be with me now.
0: OK. OK. <laughs> It's live can radio. There you go. You'd you know it was live radio, wouldn't you? You know
1: what? I'm on a walking stick going up.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, Maura. <laughs> no,
1: you're all right. Coverage is actually in the bedroom. Right, can you hear me now? I can hear
0: you now perfectly, Maura.
1: Have a little lie
0: down on the bed there while you're talking to me. Oh, go don't on.
1: tempt me. Don't tempt me. <laughs> go ahead, Maura. Now, I am absolutely human. I really, really am. We listen to these people every night at six o'clock. Now I'm not an RTE lover, but I do watch the news at six o'clock. Okay. And we tune in. It scares the living daylights out of the majority of people. And I have been in lockdown since March. Okay. You know? And I just think the bloody cheek. I think a right rap on the wrist and the guards should be involved. They should be in the pocket.
0: So they should because be fine.
1: They, they can do that to the general public.
0: So what, like a month's salary, similar to Seamus Wolf was asked to, to, to take to take away a month's salary?
1: I'd take more than a month's salary. Like, they're on some, some whack in there.
0: Oh, they're on decent money, yeah. yeah. You,
4: know, you
1: know, I really do. They have to be taken. I'm not looking for any, anyone to lose their job. No. That's not fair. But they're preaching to the rest of us. You know, they can knock on your door, like, if you're having a cup of coffee with your mother. You know what I mean, and you can be charged over that.
0: Yeah, well,
1: and fined. You well, know,
0: well, I don't know if any anybody in the country has that is a guideline. I and know, I don't know if anyone's actually been fined
1: for that. I know, threat. I know,
0: but the threat is there. The threat is
1: there. The threat is there. Yeah, you know. So I just think it's an awful situation, and it's really what a letdown. This country has
0: to be the laughing stock of the world. So, if you're saying to me then, okay, and, and I, I would absolutely agree with you, by the way, they shouldn't lose their jobs, right? No. Overdoing something, you know, I mean, people, everybody has a lapse. Everybody. And, and I know That's some such people such have such to be held in account because they're of higher up and a higher position, yeah. but what about politicians then? Should politicians, let's say, for example, Simon Harris was out tomorrow and there was a picture of him with his arm around somebody on the street. Should he lose um, his job? Yeah. Should he? Absolutely, yes. Okay. Yes. And what's the difference?
1: Well, he was the Minister for Health. Yep. Yeah. And to me, in my mind, he done a great job at the very beginning of this COVID. Yeah. So um, to do something like that with his arm around somebody, absolutely, his job should be taken from under even though he's no longer the nurse Okay, but, but,
0: and to reiterate, Simon Harris hasn't, but because he's a promoter of the legislation, you
1: believe? Yeah, or? of course. So lose the job.
0: And what about, a, what about a judge, for example? Seamus Wolfe, you've heard a lot of recently, the Supreme Court judge who people for proper... Well, he's not going to
1: step down. I oh. don't know. I don't think there's a way of removing the manual. No, there isn't. Please. No, because... Oh, there's not a lot to be said on that, you know.
0: Okay, but do you believe he should step down? Yeah. Okay, because he's somebody that we trust his judgment.
1: Of course, yeah.
0: And we've fa- we now don't trust his judgment.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. You could equally argue the same about RTE. These are people who are going to go on television on primetime and RTE over the next few days and attempt to challenge somebody who has broke the guidelines and say you shouldn't be doing that.
1: That's what I'm saying.
0: So that's kind of compromised them, hasn't it, somewhat?
1: Compromise
0: me. Okay, well, well, stay there. Let me go, uh, Frank, <laughs> stay, there, stay there more for a second. Frank, you're on Classic Kids. How hey, Frank? How are you, Niall? Um You know, I, I agree with everybody that nobody should... Lo- I don't believe anybody should lose their job, personally. Um, I think the sanctions should be different depending on who that person happens to be. But we, we did take the jobs off politicians recently for Golfgate.
5: Remember, poor old Jesus came across that woman being stoned. Do you remember? Oh yeah, he who hasn't like seen, he who hasn't seen, yeah, who hasn't seen past the first, first stone. stone. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like, well, there's, there's, there's a rubber on the end of a pencil for a for a reason, like. Mm-hmm. Made a mistake. Move on. Do you apologise? And that nice lady there, aren't you? Saying you is preaching every night. These people are not preaching to you every night. It's like any news channel is not preaching. They're reading the news. They're given a piece of paper, a directive from a government minister to read out to you. They didn't make it up. They're not personally telling you to do this or that. But human. and that counselor you had on earlier, where did you get him
0: from? But they would, say, they would say, and people would say that Orti, in particular, and not everybody in the independent radio sector, everybody in radio in general, but Orti, in particular, have been very forthright in the way they. Put forward the guidelines. In other words, that they're biased towards the state. And many, and many people think. believe that, yeah. But, that, but
5: that's, that's what people think. Like people think in Area 51 and all this crap noise. You, you can't no, but it. no, no.
0: You have to be fair. Yeah. I, I mean, I've watched an interview there recently, say, for example, with Claire Byrne. Can I Who I point out is not in these photographs, by but, but Claire Bourne interviewing um, Stephen Donnelly, the Minister for Health. And he was hardly challenged at all. They're just given, these politicians, a lot of the time, a lot, not all of the time, are given free reign. I mean, David McCullough is a great presenter. Miriam McCallum's a great presenter. You know, uh, Brian Dobson's just a, a newsreader, although he's a current affairs radio presenter now as well. Um, they are generally, you know, they're good presenters, but a lot of the time that recently they haven't challenged the state too much. No, Look, not happen. the way we would. Well, I'll tell you what, Noel. I'm, I'm personally sick
5: of this restrictions and COVID crap. Fair enough. Now, Last week I'm passing by up there in the airport road. You live out that direction, don't you? Yep. Later on today, drive by Red Red Car Park, yeah? Yep. Three quarters full. Now, all them gobshites no aren't there a meeting away in Brussels or somewhere. I'm <laughs> saving some life. They're away ponting on a beach with nowhere to go. Sitting there going, look at me, I'm away in the sun. I'm like, great. No, you're a gobshite. That's where they are. So as long as you've got flights coming in and out of this kit on a daily basis, now I'm not taking any of these restrictions serious, because we are a joke. I listened to the Vintners Association on there this morning, whinging and crying. They want the pubs open in December, just for December, so as we can have a ball. The country will be locked down in January and February, won't That's you say? F-
0: Business but, but, but is, is going. Yeah, but, but hang on, <clears throat> you have to put things into perspective. The Vintners are on because they're members, the pub owners and bar owners have lost so much money this year. And and the big time of the year to make a few quid for them will be the couple of weeks leading up to the Christmas Niall, when people are out having course, a good
5: time. Noel, I, I, I appreciate do you, that. Do I you empathise with them? Of course I emphasise. Emphasize. However, however, Noel, on this occasion, unfortunately, they're in the wrong business. Businesses go out our business, oil, on a weekly, yearly basis, from big, massive companies to small, little shops on the corner. Unfortunately, for the pubs, pandemic and alcohol don't mix, and unfortunately for them, they're in the wrong business.
0: Okay, yeah, well, I, well, okay, sorry, Maura.
1: What about the hotels?
0: Oh yeah, well they're in the same boat. Any, well anybody, well? anybody dealing with the general public and the hospitality is yeah, in yeah. a lot of hot water this year. Yeah. I mean, wet pubs, realistically, for example, in Dublin, haven't been open since March. Realistically, no, no. You know, the the, the food pubs are, around have been, and around the country, and some of the depending on the the, the level well, you were asked during level three, some of the. Well, wet I think
1: pubs anyone that was um, leasing pubs, they will never open again. No, people no. that. But is, it, but, is that,
0: but is that fair? And th- th- There's an argument there and we could go into the whole, I don't want to go into the whole anti-lockdown argument that, you know, the restrictions and the lockdowns will cause more despair and deaths than the actual COVID-19 itself. You know, that the, the cure is worse than the disease. But look, I'll come back to that in a second. Stay there if you can for me, Frank. And more, I have a little light <laughs> while you're upstairs, all right? Uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Numbers 87 Do you believe the people who, particularly those in the public eye, be they politicians or radio presenters or television presenters who break the the rules or the guidelines, should they lose their jobs?